Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 157 for the week of March 25th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bouncing around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Very true, man. You are Paul Tamayo. It's true. Cam Brewster. You know what's even more true yeah. is that it's pronounced Tamayo and not Tamayo. Oh yeah, stop doing that. I still get that a lot, and I feel bad correcting people, no. but I try to correct them, like, privately if I, I can. I always say this, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't want to, like, shame anybody. <laughs> yeah, like, you idiot! But also, like, let that be a lesson to you, everybody else in the room. Please. Yeah. Just please. It's I mean, Tamayo. Look, your name is your name, and uh, you only get one of those. That's or, true. Or three of them, in my case. Yeah, I got same. three names. You have a middle name? Yeah. Uh, my middle name is Weird and Matthew. Oh, I was going to say it was weird. Cameron Weird Brewster. Cameron Weird Brewster. Mine's is uh, Andrew. Andrew? Yeah. That's a good name. Cameron Matthew Brewster. That sounds pretty good, though. You know, like, I'm I'm resentful because it's so boring. Like, all three yeah. of my names are white as hell. Like, Same. it's good for, like, you well, know, interviews and shit. And so then when they see me, they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> they're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? Because I, like, I don't, like, have the stereotypical, like, cool voice. You know, like, yeah. the what they expect a black dude to sound like. Have you ever gotten, like... Have you ever, I don't know, met someone who's only known your name and they're like, oh, I thought you would have been like a woman because Cameron's also like a yeah, I mean, woman's yeah. name? Uh, yeah, I get that sometimes because like, sometimes I'll intentionally not put um, like check the gender box. Oh, right. Just to. Smart. Yeah, I don't like check the gender or the race box just to see like, oh, is that going to. Sh- I don't know. Like, it's not a bad idea, bro. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, sometimes they're like, oh, I'm like, what'd you thought? It was a black or a woman. <laughs> uh, you thought you were like a, a blonde white woman, but yeah. So like, uh, I'm I'm hungover. Yeah. Um, just letting you guys know. You got that extra deep voice. Yeah, for the listeners. Bit. Um, so you know, it's we gonna... we both went to concerts. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you go? I went to um, Shingo Two and Substantial concert. So they were mm. like, they used to collaborate with uh, Nujibes, the Japanese producer. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, no, I used to say it wrong, too. I say new job. You know what's hilarious? And I owe this person a huge apology. Uh-oh. Travis. Remember Travis? Yeah. He said new best back in the day, and I was like, ah! <laughs> You I'm idiot. Like, idiots, new jobbies. <laughs> no, yeah, it's new best. I mean, I used to say I used to say new jobbies, too. I can't front. Nujibes. But, um, wow. yeah, I remember, rest like. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, for real. Rest in peace to the God. Because I remember, uh, gro- you know, growing up, when I first heard his music, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is all I'm listening to from now on. How'd you discover him? I honestly don't remember. I I mean, it might have. You know what? I mean, I think inadvertently I discovered him through Samurai Champloo. Yeah, but same. then I didn't know that was Nujibes. Got you. And then like year, I mean, maybe like a year later or so, I, I discovered like some music, and then I was like, oh yeah, this is the guy from Samurai Champloo. I was like, no way. I mean, him alongside other producers and rappers or whatever. But. Yeah, for sure. I remember uh, like it was Champloo was like the one that I was like, oh yeah, that's this music is amazing and <laughs> yeah. then i remember you used to like had his whole catalog at yeah. some point which is really hard to find like yeah. you can't get any of his stuff it's always like remixes or yeah. what you call it so yeah so um two of the rappers that he used to work with a lot were mm-hmm. uh substantial and they still they're still around thankfully uh substantial and shingo too like mm-hmm. shingo too you might know from like love the lovesick songs okay and then substantial has just been on a bunch of his songs um he's from maryland actually though um but the cool thing is is we got to like hear them and and they got to like share their stories about how they met Nujibes, how they worked with him and like, 
you know it was just a really nice celebration of his music and it's just pretty pretty dope that you know however many years after i mean it's probably like close close to like nine maybe eight years since he passed away wow i remember because yeah yeah i remember because i was in film school i was in college and i was like i woke up one morning and it was like he he, he had passed away it was also like really really bittersweet because he passed away and we, it was like only us finding out about it i think like months after it actually happened because his family kept it private mm-hmm. and then he passed away really tragically like in a, in a car accident i believe um, but it really hit me hard because, like, he was... He, I mean, he gave birth to the entire, like, chill-hop lo-fi genre. Yeah, it's like... He's up there with, like, Dilla, you know? Like, totally. that's cut from that same cloth. Same birthday. So, yeah. It's, it's very wild. much, like... Yeah. You know, you, you could definitely hear the influences in his music. So, uh, I you just naturally gravitate towards that stuff. and For sure. It was cool, too, because... <laughs> Sorry, it's weird. Weird things happened in the in the behind the scenes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's pretty insane. wild. Yeah, so like the the wild thing is like the, the other really really nice part of the concert was that uh, everyone there, including ourselves, were like really mellow, like very you could tell very nerdy, a pretty nerdy crowd, mm-hmm. but like a nerdy crowd that also can appreciate good music. Um, but there were definitely like the weebs in the house for sure. Cause like Shingo too, he, he's the, uh, the, the guy who's on the main song for Samurai Champloo. Oh, the, like uh, a samurai. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, Freelancer, yeah. that guy. Um, Is he Japanese? Yeah, he's Japanese. Oh, okay. So he, uh. Cause he has a sort of accent on that song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what? like where, where's he from? <laughs> yeah. Um. So he didn't perform it the whole night, and then like for the encore, he came out. He's like, I know you guys would kill me if I didn't perform this. Oh, that's and then like, cool. it, I, I put an IG story like yeah, when they dropped the beat, and the whole crowd was like, ah, oh! <laughs> even me, because like I, I mean, you watch however many episodes yeah, of Samurai Champloo, you hear it a ton. Uh, also, that intro is just so that series is incredible. Very good. Uh, if you haven't watched it, probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite. But um, yeah. What about you? What was the concert you went to? Yeah. So I um I ended up at um. A bunch of plays last night, but uh, there's a spot in Bushwick called um, Elsewhere, mm-hmm. um, and they have it's like a big concert venue, and uh, I ended up there because my like my friends uh, we had like a surprise party for them, and it was like um, like a drag night, mm. so they had like a bunch of performers and stuff like that. It was really dope, like really fun. Like I've never seen that many people, just like in one spot mm-hmm. just all like fucking raving and shit it was yeah, so yeah. dope like it was, it was cool. It's, cool. it's a cool spot too like if you ever get to go for like anything it's really cool so they had like um like the drag stuff um going on and then they had like a reggaeton drag thing going on but it was like techno reggaeton so just to be clear it wasn't like fast and furious no drag racing no, no i'm sorry <laughs> like uh like um what do you uh, i don't know i guess like drag like drag performers yeah drag performers yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay got it got it um i was like wow cam's getting into the illegal not drag racing uh but there is a show called drag race that is, is about drag performers right yeah right yeah there, there is, is yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. RuPaul. rupaul's drag RuPaul, race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it was dope it was a really cool um vibe um yeah I, I just had a lot of fun i drank way too much though I'm like what you call it but there was this girl uh <laughs> She she performed. I put her on my IG, and uh, like she like you know how like you just having a rough set. Yeah, you could tell she was having a rough set, and she like I people were being very very nice about uh, it. And they were like, hey, what you was know, she doing? She was like singing. She was singing. Oh, okay. and she had like the her track going on in the background to help her out. Right, but oh, like okay. her mic was just like peaking and all oh, that stuff. Man. And then when we were leaving, she was like behind us, and she was like, man, I feel like they couldn't hear me. Like I guess she was talking to her date or whatever or her partner. 
and like uh, my girl turned around. She was like, "No, you did a great job." Like she's Aww. like, "Oh, thank you so much." That's nice. I was I, like, "That was her." Oh, <laughs> I think that's important. Like you have to give so much respect for people who get on stage and like. It was mad people. So I. Oh man. I, I mean, I'm I'm sure she's established enough to like get that big of a you know, shot audience? or yeah, yeah, yeah. audience. I I didn't know her work, but yeah. Um, it's, some of it sounded good. So that's good. Yeah, it was it was fun. Nice. Um, all right, cool. So let's just jump right into what we've been playing this week. Uh. I guess the uh, usual suspect here is the Division Two. Hell yeah! Uh, a game that I've actually been like, I haven't been pouring as much time as I would have wanted to, but I'm still keeping up with it. I'm trying to keep up with it because I like, up. Don't give I'm up. not trying, I'm not giving up. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with it this time. Um, but I've been having a really good time with it. I've been having a good time in terms of. I was telling you before we recorded, I'm like kind of playing it at my own pace, which I think is another another growing pain for myself mm-hmm. is like learning that it's okay for me to take my time. I'm gonna take my damn time. I'm gonna, you know, I'll get. I'll get to you. I'll catch up later. Go on without me. Yeah. Uh, let me. So I've been playing a lot of it solo now, especially this past week, and um, it's still really enjoyable. It's still pretty doable. There are times where I'm like, oh man, I wish I had at least one other person, but um, I find myself mostly just like exploring and looking for shade tech caches and like, if anytime I see something on the map close by that's like a control point or a hostage situation, I'm gonna do that right yeah. away. Um, so I find myself just like 100%ing the areas first before I move on to like other other parts, which makes me like higher level for the next stuff which is okay um but man that that continuous grind of finding better cosmetic items and finding better weapons and like fi- like experimenting with weapons and and abilities and the the benefit of getting all the shade tech caches are like i can now you buy can spend a, it yeah. yeah i can spend it and buy a bunch of other shit which is cool yeah i definitely um you know uh, I mean, there's a question in later on in the se- in the question segment that like goes right into like what you were just saying, but um, yeah. I just had the uh, like it took me a week to get to 30. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at the end game stuff and nice. uh, like the new enemy popped out and, and stuff like that. But we actually went back to help Ray grind up. I think he's like level 20 maybe now. Or and now like, Suji got it, so we can help. Did he? I can help Suji. Oh get sweet, it. yeah, that would be <clears> awesome. <throat> um, uh, yeah, shout out to Suji. Uh, yeah, and it's just been really fun. Um, I wish I can play a lot more than I, like I want because like these games like I like to like just kind of go at them and I just haven't been able to so right. like I've been playing like one or two hours at night and like that just wasn't cutting it yeah but like if you have help like you get there oh, no yeah. time like it's like no time yeah if <clears throat> if uh, if you ever you know hop on you know just just hit me up man okay I'll cool, help cool, you grind. Yeah. um I've been having a lot of fun but uh the the story stuff in this game um opposed to the uh the first game it's just it's just not there mm. like i don't th- i couldn't follow it interesting have you been able to follow it well like i i looked back mm. at the um like the accommodations whatever they called and you can see all the uh memos voice memos and the videos and stuff watch those by the way yeah they're creepy as hell Oh, I haven't they have like them. found footage videos that you. Collect. I remember that from the first one. Yeah, yeah. The, these are like they're all really depressing. But um, <laughs> there's one with the suicide bomber, and it's just like, Oy. what the fuck? I still don't like that part of the game. Yeah, it, it's it's fucked up. It's every very time. weird. But even the videos even were like, oh man, it's just like it's not super violent, but it's just like, oh, man, I don't want to spoil it, but it, it it just makes you go like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned that because now that I think about it. I don't know what the fuck's going on in the story. I, yeah. I I mean, I only played this game and other games like it just for that loop. I think I've come to grips with the fact that gotcha. I'm not playing this for it to be like Citizen Kane or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm I'm coming here for that. Yeah. But in the first game, at least there was 
something interesting about the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was like the saving the city stuff, and, and there then was, like, there the was rogue the yeah, agent the rogue dude. agent, and you're always like one step behind, and that was right. fun. Yeah, like it yeah. felt like you were chasing after him. Yeah, like, it was yeah. a nice MacGuffin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, it, it, here it's just like I don't know what is it. Seven months later, and like. <laughs> I guess I'm helping. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the uh, president's still alive? Like, what in the world? What? That's weird. Oh, uh, someone said online that was like, um, uh, what is his name? Not Jack Reacher. What's the other? Sam Fisher? Not Sam Fisher. What, in this in this world, oh, Tom Jack Clancy. Ryan. Jack Ryan. <laughs> Such a, like, Might bland. be the president. What? Because he was a president at one time in this in the Jack Ryan series Tom Clancy wrote. So Also, Jack Ryan exists. Should. If this is Tom Clancy's world, which one though is it? Ben Affleck. Ooh, is it? Uh, is it I Jim from The Office? Ben Affleck was uh, some of all fears. Yeah, I love that one. Then there's Jim from The Office. Oh yeah, he was. He's the newest one. He's the newest one. There's Chris Pine. I think was one. Was he? I think so. Chris one Pine of the cool. Chris's. Yeah, one of those Chris's. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I, Maybe. I think he got canceled. Oh yeah, he did get canceled. Yeah. Dumb dumb. He's dumb. He he. I think he's. They shipped him off to Mars or something. Jesus shit. Christ. Um. Yeah, no, but I, I think I am really getting into, like, what I perceive will be the end game stuff. I don't know how much I'm going to, like, get into PvP stuff. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't interest me at all, really. <laughs> right. I mean, I might jump into, like, the Dark Zone stuff a little bit, mm-hmm. but, like, it, that's never been my favorite part. And I watched the IGN review, and uh, the dude was like, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, a lot of the rewards are kind of not worth it. You, you can kind of get the same stuff just doing other lot a lot easier ways i'm mm-hmm. like oh okay so that kind of solidifies it for me I, I don't know i don't know i just like i don't find that stuff i'd rather exciting. do pve stuff to be honest like Same. i i think there's a lot there still you know yeah, like yeah. especially like you said with the, all the weapon customization when you get a new thing trying to like make your 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 talents work off of each other well yeah it's and, like so get good. that like oh i got this gun that like stacks critical hits and then on the last one it does a big burst damage it's like figuring out all that stuff is really fun for me. Yeah. So I like I like the grindiness of it in that way. Um, but like you said, like playing alone is is really good for me because I like to do all the collecting stuff then. Um, and then when I get on with the guys, we're just like going for it. We're just grinding, trying to do the. Uh, uh, we 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 started doing the hunting down like these mask um, enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like twelve of them, and they're really hard, uh, like high level, and they're really like good AI. So they, they actually move like as if it was a player. Oh, so they, they move around. They have all the same skills as a player would. So Whoa. they have different things and they can spam the shit. Like it's cheesy as hell. <laughs> it's so hard, but it's fun. Like, yeah, yeah we kept losing and losing and losing. And we just like, we was like, let's go back. Let's go yeah, back. Yeah. That, it, that's the fun part of it. Even, even when we play like regular stuff, like this game is fucking hard. Yeah. And no, I, lo- hard. I love that it's hard because mm-hmm. it's like, if it was too easy, it'd be like paint by numbers. Yeah. And it's like. It's hard where it's like it doesn't feel like it's a mountain that you can't get over. Yeah, it's like oh, I can see that. You know, I can see the other side. Next time, like, let's, yeah. let's you know put a turret over here this yeah, time. Yeah, right, right. Um, dope, dope. So uh, yeah, the other game I've been playing that I bought last weekend because I almost bought Sekiro this weekend, but I forgot that I bought. Do it. Do I know it. I might, but I want to get through. That, that's this is the okay. problem. So I was like, man, I bought Devil May Cry last weekend. Let me beat one of them before I get another yeah. one. So I started playing Devil May Cry Five. I'm like chapter nine, I think, at this point. Yeah. And uh, it's real good. I saw you playing a little bit. It looks fun. Yeah, it's a Devil May Cry ass game. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like these really emo edge lord guys and like heavy weird like power rock, but like techno almost like <laughs> just really strange tone. But that it's something that's like really fun about it. Um, also, it looks so gorgeous. I mean, I'm playing it on a PS4 Pro, 
but like with HDR turned on and stuff, it like it looks really really good on my TV, and um, yeah, it's just fun. It's just fun. I, it's it's weird because I've had this transformation, especially over the past couple of years, where like previously these games would have never appealed to me, but now I'm like after having played Bayonetta one and two, I'm like yeah, give me all these silly ass. What games. is what if, um what was the reason you got into Bayonetta? Um, because were you into those? No, like, no. Even right? when they came out originally, I was like, I don't want to play these stupid ass games. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think just like uh, the aesthetic of Bayonetta was cool. You, you know what it might have been? It might have actually been. I'm trying to like retrace the roots here. Yeah. I think it might have first been, and not that these are the same catalog, but like I think my willingness to just break out of the box and try try new shit. But gotcha. with uh, like near Automata, and then from there it was mm. like uh, Bayonetta was coming out on Switch, and I was like, oh, you know what? Like, it runs better on Switch. It's also portable, I guess. Like that's cool. Maybe I'll jump into it. And I don't know. The Yakuza games also helped break me out of that. Like just playing games that were you know that that are silly you know like I, I've, I've always kind of played those games but for action games in particular i always i always thought there was like a hurdle of like i think my next hurdle is the blood the souls born games please i think get to, sekiro yeah. should be your first one i think so too yeah i think it might i think it might be um which is funny because i installed bloodborne i was like i'm gonna do it one of these days <laughs> and then now i'm just gonna kind of forget about it but Bloodborne's uh, great, man. it's my favorite one I know, I know. I, I'm gonna play it eventually, yeah. but uh, I think just like my willingness to to just accept it and, and play the games on their terms mm-hmm. and just be like kind of soak it in and you know still turn my critical eye on, but also have my fun time hat on. Yeah, I think that also like with these games, that's that's exactly they're very self aware. Totally, of, yeah. Like, they they know they're not the the game that you know. Just like, uh, do you really actually know what's going on in the story? Some people are there for it. Sure, sure, sure. But. At the end of the day, I just want to like chop up some zombies. Oh yeah, juggle them for fifteen minutes. I want to spike Baphomet through the you know stomach. Yeah, and then just be like, all right, I killed this devil. And rev your sword up. That's cool. Oh my man. god, that you know character was cool. What's N- funny Nero? is, oh yeah, Nero's great. What's funny is that like I have only played the first one, mm-hmm. played a little bit of the second one, which I enjoyed, and then I skipped three, four, and DMC. I think, I think that's the order it was in. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I missed a lot because I remember four was the that was the one that was on Xbox. 360 i believe it was like exclusive if i'm not mistaken that i think that was the last time it was on that yeah um and then dmc was like a spinoff uh dmc was yeah it was just like a reimagining yeah 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 um yeah no but like having like not having known nothing about what happened in those other games mm -hmm. it's still pretty easy to piece together like who's who how they relate to each other their relationships with one another um and it's you know it's pretty cool to see Dante who I'd known who I've known for like you know however many fucking years it's yeah. been. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I cursed. Um, <laughs> it, like it's it's kind of easy to to piece together and not necessarily know all the details, yeah. but like much like pretty much any Marvel movie, you can still watch it and see the toys get banged together and, and look at the cool haircuts and jackets or whatever. It's I love like, it. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cool. Um, and on the complete other side of the spectrum, I've been playing a lot of uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker to like cool off of some of these other games. I love these wholesome ass games. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I got the DLC. I think I might have talked about it last weekend, but mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm digging into like the third book, which I left like half completed, and just like the uh, the amount of creativity injected into these puzzles, and like the way it makes you scratch your head, and and like you said, like that wholesome polish, that mm-hmm. cupcake texture like thing to everything, like. It just looks like you can bite into everything, and I don't know, man. Like if if you have a Switch, I think it might even be on sale. I think it was on sale this past week. Um, check it out. It's like a perfect little bite-sized puzzle game that you don't we don't really get a ton of on other systems. And like Nintendo, when they make it, it's like it's just so good. Was it? Was this always on, only on Switch? 
Yeah. Okay. So it was on Wii U. It was on Wii U. Okay. But then the deluxe version, I think, came with additional content because it came with like Mario Odyssey levels and stuff, and then they added another DLC pack to it. I might, I might cop because oh, this okay. game, you know, it's a good, uh, just like chill, chill time game. Totally, it's so good, so good. Especially if you need to like just relax, relax, <laughs> relax. It's perfect for that. And then my, uh, the last thing I've been playing is Apex Legends. Um, Octane came out as well oh, um, yeah. as the Battle Pass, which is interesting. I how is how, how are they? Um, so the battle pass is pretty standard. It's like, you know, you, now you have another thing, progression tree to like unlock cosmetic items and legendary items and shit like that, which I've only gotten like two or three levels into so far. But Octane, I actually really had a good time with. So Octane is the new, um, Latinx character. Yeah. Here. Legend. Legend. Um, and he, I can't tell if he's from Spain or he's gotta be some, somewhere like in Central America or maybe even South America. But, um, what's cool is that, so his abilities are, his passive is he can regenerate health over time. I think Mm. it's like one chunk of health every like two seconds or whatever. So it's really slow. It drip feeds in, but you don't have to worry about, you know, if you hide for a long enough time, you can, with enough med pack or syringes, you can like, let it take care of the rest of the way. Um, his, um, his tactical ability is if you hit L1, I think it is, yeah, L1, he, um, injects himself at the cost of a little bit of health, small chunk of health, but he gets mad fucking fast for like six seconds, I believe, but like super fast. Like he leaves, (laughs) uh, Bangalore like in the dust behind him. Yeah. He's super fast. And what's cool is that like, so I love to flank in video games and I talked about it this past week on a video I made for, for Kotaku. I, I love I'm always that guy in Battlefield who's like, all right, they're fighting over there. Let's take I'm the long way. Yeah, I'm go all the way around. I'm a few people from, from the side or whatever. Yeah. And he lets you do that like mid fight. So <clears throat> if you know like all right, two people are there, I'm gonna inject myself real quick, I'm gonna run all the way the fuck around and just like get get them from the other side. Is he like just as visible when he's running or is it just like yeah. the flash kind of looking thing? No, he's still pretty visible. Okay. But it's like hard to hit. Oh, that's cool. And the cool thing is though too is uh someone on Twitter also told me and like I've also been doing this too, when you drop if you hit the L1 thing, it also comes back really, really quickly. It cools down really quick. You can like clear houses fast as oh, fuck. So you're just like picking shit up, boom, 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 run, hit the shit again, like run across the other side of the little part of the map you're in. So he's really, really interesting. I think he's going to like change up the meta a lot. Change up the meta, yeah. Especially like I can't wait to effectively use him with like a Bangalore with the smoke or like, Ooh. you know, with your, you know, maybe not Gibraltar, but like. Yeah, what's the meta now? Like Bangalore. Yeah. Uh, the healer lady, Lifeline, Lifeline, yeah. and who else? I haven't I haven't played in, in forever. Uh, the oh the the duplication dude, right? Mirage, yeah. A He's, lot of people I've been seeing use him a lot. Him. Yeah. yeah, I think just because it's kind of handy to have that weird decoy thing. Yeah, it's good. People use it in really weird ways. Uh, but yeah, that game is still really really good. I'm um I think it's like slowly starting to mm. slow down a bit. Like it reached the end of its uh, apex. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Paul's on it, man. Um, but um, who knows? Maybe with Octane, they can inject a little bit of fuel. Oh, Lord. Into I'm, the, I'm uh, out. <laughs> I'm handing in my resignation. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So I'm really, really enjoying it so far. Yep. I mean, I, I want to... I, I had this struggle constantly of like, all right, what do I play? Do I play Division 2? And then tomorrow, which we'll talk about, another game drops or another mode of a game drops. Then now it's going to be even like... Who knows? Maybe it's trash, but uh, I don't think it'll be trash. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be. It's so hard to like. I only have so much free time. Well, I, I think that's also like you know, Apex filled the lane for me at the moment. Like when it was like it came at a perfect time. Totally, it yeah. was a surprise drop. It was free. 
nothing else I wanted to play. Like I didn't really have anything else to, yeah. you know, that I really cared about. Right. Um, but now like divisions, uh, I kind of want to put time into that. Right. Sekiro just came out. I want to put time into that. Um, so the other day I was playing division two and I was high as hell <laughs> and I just couldn't shoot. Like I, <laughs> like I couldn't aim. I was like, Oh, this is so stressful. <laughs> and I was in the group with the guys and I was like, literally at one point I wasn't shooting at all. Like I was just like looking at them. And they were like shooting, and They're I was like, "Come on, Kev. No, we weren't even on comms, <laughs> so like, because I didn't. <laughs> it was Same in Private Ryan. I was just like, so oh. confused. I was just like, I really want to play video games right now, yeah, but like, yeah. my reflexes are Yo, just treasure slow. tracker, bro. Right. So I was like, I need to turn this off. So I literally just like, eg- like I just pressed the power button <laughs> on my thing. Like I didn't even stop the game. Like you didn't say bye. No, I didn't quit. I just, I was like, I just signed off, <laughs> and then I had this game downloaded called Baba Is You. Mm heard so much about this game and it's a it's a switch game it's a little indie game it's very cute like very like like little sprites mm. um like looks hand-drawn almost and it's, it's kind of hard to set up this game but basically baba is you uh baba is a is me no <laughs> baba is you it's very different okay, okay so baba is like a little like goat cat dog something okay that you control mammal baba is you so on the screen you'll say it'll say like baba another square will be is and then another square will say you and you can move those boxes with baba <laughs> okay so baba is you wall is stop so you can't get through walls so it's like a coding Kind of. kind of thing what the fuck and you can move those boxes around so and then flag is win so okay. you can be like you can just move wall is stop you can just move the stop and now wall is nothing <laughs> and then you just walk right through wall what so now you have like all these different options you can get the flag like that or you can change uh f- wall you can put you where the like where wall is so wall is you wall is you and you turn into the fucking wall and you moving around the, like what the, the whole fuck? screen is moving as like the, it's insane. So you doing all these things like these puzzles. This is the perfect game to play high. I feel it's like it's amazing high. <laughs> like I mean, look, I'm not encouraging anybody to do sure, drugs, sure, sure. But if you happen to partake in medicinal, uh, medicinal purposes, yeah, 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 you know, like the weed, <laughs> um, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a really good game. It's a, such a thoughtful. Uh, it's it's so hard to describe because it's just <laughs> it so amazing, funny because I was laughing so hard because you're like you feel like you're breaking the game right so you're like wait was I supposed <clears throat> to do it that way because I literally just turn win like wall is win now I just have to touch the wall and now I'm you know oh you, oh interesting or it'll be like all right Baba is you uh, lava is death baba is melt as well so like if you touch lava you'll die and you'll melt so you can't do that so you can do uh you can change uh lava is uh push or something like that and now you can push the lava and it doesn't do anything so it's fucking what incredible i gotta play this game you gotta play it it's 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 15 dollars, guys okay yeah yeah play it I, I bought something. It's so hard, but it's really fun. Like, cause you you feel like it's teaching you how to think in game. Right. That's all it's doing. I mean, it's yeah. It's if this, then that. Then that. Right. Right. And that's all it is. But if you like, sometimes you can like just instantly kill yourself. If you like, if you are nothing, you have to be something. Wow, that's deep. 
Yeah. You gotta be down. You gotta be in. You gotta be wiser. Uh, shout out to uh, Desiree. <laughs> Yo, seriously. I pulled the name out of it, but I don't great. remember I'm actually really how I remember that. that. But um, it's it's great, and it, it has this really cool mechanic where you can just like if you mess up, if you die, you can just hit um, X, and it'll give you back a space, or you can just keep at hitting X and just undo all your stuff, oh. uh, which is really good. And it's like, oh man, I fucked up, because <laughs> like you can be like, oh, I like I wanted to move this here and then move it up, and you know you like you have a misstep. Uh, you just hit X and go back. That's good. It's really fun. It's cute. This sounds incredible. Um, it's really hard to describe because you, you just have to play it to like really get it. Right. Um, like yeah, when I like turned into the wall and I was like literally moving the walls around like as a as a unit like all the walls like a castle almost. Yeah, yeah. Like a top down castle. I was moving the walls around the thing and I just like moved it to the wind. What do the graphics look like? They just look like two D flat sprites. Huh. And they're literally just like boxes, like it's like a grid. This, this sounds, this sounds it's fascinating. It's really fun and it, it's great. It's like you can push rock. Well, 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 rock is push, but now rock is. I can change uh, push to rock is win or flag is push or uh, rock is me I or just, rock is you. I should say, yeah. And then you just move that shit, and you can just be the rock. <laughs> Whoa, Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> yeah, Johnson? Dwayne the Rock Don- oh, Johnson. That's uh, all. That's, that game it, sounds great. It's really fun. I recommend anybody with a Switch and who has, like, you know, if you just want to jump in for a couple seconds, like, do some puzzles. They're really cute and, like, really small, like, bite-sized things that you nice. can, like, they're, they're obtainable. Uh, and they give you different, like, weight. Like, so if you unlock, like, level one, uh, you beat level one, like, level four and two will open up. And mm. then you can you can go in order, but you don't have to. Like, it'll pop up different ones so interesting it's really fun that's um, interesting it's really cute uh and then i also bought uh sekiro oh, shadows yeah. died twice it's indie game yeah i heard it yeah it's, it's, uh, i don't know if you maybe uh might know it but it's um it's a new installment from um new game by uh from software and th- those are the guys who did uh, uh demon souls dark souls bloodborne uh the souls born the souls borns um which people love and adore so i hear me included and Sekiro is basically has the DNA of all those games, but it's completely different. So I got to play a little bit this morning. I didn't. I didn't get to play like during the week because like just my my time is you know precious. Um, but uh, the thing off the bat, I knew right away. I was like, this moves really fast. Soulsborne games are intentionally really slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this game is on a 10 if if souls are on like a 6 or something like that. Sheesh. Yeah, it's really fast cuz you you're a ninja basically. Right. Um and you play this character called Wolf, which is weird because like most the FromSoft games you're just like you Nameless. are the character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Souls is you. You could be Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you could be Baba. <laughs> you could be Baba if you want. Yeah. <laughs> you get to create a character and you know, you have a lot of like agency when it comes to that stuff. So mm. you kind of insert yourself and your creativity into the game and you become the the guy. Right. But now you're playing as like a character which is interesting as hell yeah. because he has his own backstory and own motivations and stuff like that. Um, but it's controlled by you. Uh, and it's a stealth game slash action game slash platformer. Mm-hmm. It's really good. <laughs> well, from what I played, I only got to like a couple fights. I didn't even make it to the boss. Um, but the Souls games have always been very good with um, their level design and like what areas are um, 
parallel to another area and which areas are connected mm. and like you'll be in the beginning of game you'll be at like the um undead berg from uh the first blo- um first dark souls and you'll realize if you look down you can see uh like where you have to go yeah where you have to go where you've been um and you can see like the uh the swamp or whatever from the thing oh. and it's like whatever you see you can get to pretty much that's the thing and here they do this thing with verticality where you can like use your uh he has a, a prosthetic arm and I guess you can get different skills for your arms. But he has a grappling hook? He has a grappling hook. It's also Spider-Man. Yeah, but it it is, but it's not as free as Spider-Man. Okay. So, like, they have, like, points that you can hook on So, it's Batman. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Batman. Clunky ass. Yeah, and it's really good. So, I mean, the way they do this in, uh, in this game, uh, uh, the, the action is all set up by um, posture, which is, like, um, it's basically the defense of... It's it's almost like a stamina bar, but not. You don't you okay. don't have a stamina bar in this in this game. You have posture. So like how you hold your sword, and your goal is to deplete someone's posture so you can deal a death blow, which is like a, oh, a one hit kill. So basically, you have to like take down their defense to make them like stagger, and then you can kill them. Whoa. So you can take down someone's um, posture by just slicing them. But that's not going to get you very far because they can block your attacks or parry them, and then you lose your. And then you lose your posture, and then you literally like if you if they break your posture, like you're sitting like you take a knee, damn, like, yeah, and then it could just go ham, and it's it's very hard because like they just wail on you, like and your vitality vitality is really slow. I mean, really low. So you just like two hits, three hits, you're dead. Sheesh. So you have to be on your guard, and you can just hold block. It, that's a perfect way to play, but you also lose. Um, posture. posture so what they want you to do is parry so hitting oh. the block button uh as they hit you right before they they connect with your body it's interesting and then you just do it it feels great when you it do looks it, fucking cool man. it looks re- every fight looks like a like a choreographed thing yeah it's it's amazing how they do that because you like you lock on with a character if it's a one-on-one fight you feel like a boss because you're like oh i saw that coming you're yeah. like shh, shh, shh. when you hit that you know the combos and you you parry all of them you see that their bar go down it's it's another Damn. feeling um but that it is it, it is tough um and also like this game introduced there's a jump button now mm. so like you can literally like jump over people's attacks like oh. if they like try to like leg swipe you you just like whoop jump oh, over it and then you can like do a fucking second oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh excuse me i said uh, the f word a lot but anyway um you can you know do air jumps and like stab them in the head and whoa uh if you sneak up on somebody um you get a free kill um, free kill nice. but some enemies have two death blows need two death blows so like they have two bars of health basically. oh but you can take one of them out yeah, you can do like you sneak up and then now you got to fight on your hands. All right, cool. And then you break their posture and then you do another death blow. So I'm assuming that like the bosses are going to have like four oh, yeah, or something yeah. like that. So it's going to scale. Yeah, yeah, I hear that when you die, there's like a thing called dragon rot, which sounds mad scary. Yeah, I, I read that too. Um, so basically, the Souls games have always had like a, like a, like background stats. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this game, like in the Demon Souls, um, when you die a lot, basically you change the tendency of the world. So like certain things will become harder or if you don't die, certain things will become easier. And then there was like every online player, uh, like affected the world stats as well. Whoa. So like you would encounter like certain enemies because of, um, because of that. But in this game, 
I guess Dragon Rot is their like background stat. So uh like NPCs in the game will will get um Dragon Rot, which is basically a disease and they're like literally dying. And you, there's another stat called like Unseen Aid, I believe it's called. Um and that like helps you out like I guess it makes you it gives you an easier time. So like you can like get more health or like come back or something like that. I don't know mm-hmm. how it actually works. I haven't gotten that far. But I read about it. And reading is fundamental. <laughs> so, so if you die, the dragon rot thing will persist in the world. So, what is it though? Don't know yet. You don't know yet. Okay. No. So, I'm, yeah, I'm curious about that because that makes me that intimidates me because I'm like I'm gonna die a lot. But there, um, I wouldn't worry about it because there's always ways to like fix that. Yeah, because what I've heard, <laughs> you can like <laughs> you can buy a like a thing that gets rid of the dragon oh, okay. rot, so or you can go to like yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like here, eat this soup, Campbell's. <laughs> uh, Campbell soup um yeah but it, it, it is cool that like you know because in bloodborne like you can like the npcs would die based on your your um based on your actions and your decisions huh um they had this really cool bit in bloodborne where like you're bringing everybody back to this church all the npcs you're pretty much trying to save them mm-hmm. but like one of them's not good oh you mother so you have them hacker. all in this room and you decided to because you decide to bring them back to the safe haven quote unquote um also they're definitely like some rpg ass decisions it's, it's absolutely great yeah, play yeah, bloodborne yeah. Okay. um but Sekiro right, yeah. seems to be like you know and it it, it it plays really well it's beautiful maybe this will be the baby's first souls I, I think you should I, I think you don't have the baggage of a lot Ooh. of like souls players so like i'm constantly trying to like block like just hold oh. the block button and like use that or You're fool yeah exactly um it's just it's just really good. Nice. Uh, I'm ca- I can't wait to really like get some time to like play it, play it, yeah, yeah so I yeah. can get the rhythm, sink you know? your teeth, because um, it is it's fast, it's fast as hell. That's cool though, man. Like just moving, the movement is fast. Not necessarily the attacks and stuff, but right, right. Just the movement is fast, and they have like weird characters and shit. Like I fought these geckos. What the fuck am I fighting geckos for? Remember what was that game on PS One? Gex. Gex. Why? What why? the fuck were you thinking? I need to be hungover more because my memory is Yo, just it's like... Yo, <laughs> on point, man. I don't know what the hell. That's crazy. Um, but that's, yeah, that's Sek- Sekiro's dope. I, th- I think you would like the FromSoft like, catalog. Okay. Yeah. Maybe this will get me into the And it's cool. It's catalog. ninjas, dog. I know. I Everybody love Everybody loves ninjas. Who doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't love ninjas? Come I guess on. The people who are getting murdered by ninjas. Yeah. Maybe that they don't like been whack back in the day, son. You like see a farmer and then like... You turn around and you turn back around. He's gone. He's gone. And he's behind you. And you got a ninja star in your neck. <laughs> or you don't ever see it. <laughs> or you don't ever you just see die it. Die one day. Right. Or he uses his fucking uh, rake hands to like claw oh. you, and then he like scales down your castle walls. That Ninjas sucks. are so dope. That's crazy. They can be anybody. They still exist. They do. Yeah, I think don't, they. Like, don't don't I, I know. I think they still. Train I'm gonna shit. Google the. Sh- they might just be like recreational ninjas. I don't know if they actually are. You know, hired guns. Yeah. Um. The same way that like you know. What is what is a ninja warrior really? Yeah. <laughs> what are the politics of ninja warrior? Yeah, ser- yeah seriously. We what does it take? Yeah, we, is there like a do you get a license or what? Are you licensed to kill? I wonder if ninjas find that offensive. They're like, we don't Man, do any of that stuff. Cultural appropriation, yeah. motherfuckers. So we kill people. Yeah. For contract. We don't fucking jump over water, <laughs> you fucking fools. <laughs> oh man, I keep cursing. All right. <clears throat> oh man. All right, jumping into the news this week. Uh I'm gonna start I'm gonna get so just for future reference, I'm going to get like another, uh, I have a bunch of audio gear now that I'm going to figure out a way to put sounds on. Mm-hmm. Every time we curse, I'm going to put a, 
Let's let's get a curse like a curse counter? counter or a jar. That's a good idea. Like we have to put like stuff in the jar. I'm not putting money. <laughs> How about to say like you? I know you wanted to say money. Yeah, but no, I, d- I didn't want to say money. <laughs> Right, yeah, we'll, we'll put like a paper or marbles. Yeah, we'll figure so something it out. It just needs to be a, a a physical reminder. Yeah, like a visual or reminder. Or even an audio reminder. I like the button idea. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll go yeah. with that one. What do you guys think? Yeah, let us know. What you do think. you like our cursing? <laughs> I know some people don't. I know. And we're trying. Really you know what? We trying. set ourselves up the other day. Yeah, we did. We, but I was. It was misconstrued. What I'm I, trying, though. Yeah, I'm really not. Trying. I, I said I wanted to take the B word out of my. L- listen to the play- playback. Okay. I'm trying to take certain words out. I right. love cursing. I think it can enhance certain things. I also think it could take away from certain things. But yeah, same. Um, I think if you mean it, just say it. Because saying the B word is you're still saying bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Just like the N word, guys. You're yeah. still saying nigger. <laughs> Sorry to break. It Sorry to, you. to break it to you. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, jumping into the news this week, our first story is the one that kind of like took over and it lit the internet on fire. Yeah. Uh, Google unveils alt, uh, gaming platform Stadia. Yeah. Uh, I you know ideally or I guess what they're hoping is uh, the answer or the end to consoles and PCs everywhere. Not that's like the more doom, <laughs> doom minded version of it, but. Um, basically what it is is a new streaming service much like we all predicted officially called Stadia that allows uh, they're claiming allows people to play games at 4k 60 frames per second with a 30 meg download speed um, which is very enticing very promising very very high hopes and um, yeah I, I just don't understand yeah it's a lot there's a lot it's a lot going on there a lot going on here and we uh, we actually uh, shameless plug again we had a viewpoints episode uh, this week about that where I talked about it with my coworker Ethan but there were a couple things that I forgot to mention on that show that I'm going to talk about here on ours. Um, so basically, uh, there are a lot of questions that are coming up. And this was a conference that and this was a spe- specifically a, uh, a presentation that was aimed at developers. Mm-hmm. So they were saying, hey, come to our platform. Here's what we can offer you. They're claiming, I think it was like 10.4 teraflops uh, compared to or I think it was actually like 10.7 compared to uh Xbox Pro. One and, and PS4 Pro, Xbox One X and PS4 Pro, and uh, they were claiming and touting all these other different stats and you know the thousand player battle royales and and their their software being able to sort of like free developers from no longer needing to develop for like you know uh, the common denominator of like base consoles, which you know in some ways you can argue hold certain games back. That's why like PUBG and stuff is still struggling on Xbox One for sure. Um, but uh, there were a lot of questions, obviously, that are raised. So my main one is la- game latency. Um, I mean, I, I freak out if they're, if like I'm playing with a wireless controller, if I'm playing Tetris. I can't play Tetris with a wireless controller. I have to be connected. I need to eliminate as much of an input delay as possible. And Google is, uh, along with the platform, is releasing... Uh, the only hardware they're releasing is a controller. Sure. Everything else is done through their services, through their servers, through their nodes, whatever they're, they're called, uh, and their own sort of like network of machines um but the controller itself in order to play it so effectively the cool thing so i guess the cool things we can run through really quickly um you can play this you can use this service as long as you have anything with a chrome browser or like i think even they, they might even be coming out with apps for it um and if you have a chromecast you do need the controller to play with the Chromecast, but if you don't, if you're if you're playing it on your PC or whatever, you can plug in like a DualShock or an Xbox One controller or even, maybe even a Pro controller. Um, so, uh, but the controller that they're releasing, they're claiming will eliminate 
even more latency because it connects directly to their servers using your Wi-Fi mm-hmm. as opposed to hooking up to your machine and then going through the cloud or whatever, um, which is interesting. But that's my main concern is like, how are they going to deal with latency? Can they actually pull this off? Like, I haven't played it yet, so I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, oh, I'm sorry. It's definitely um, promising. I just don't understand how, how they can do that. Like, right. my Netflix messes up. I know. And it's also like on part of your ISP for the most part, right? Yeah. So, and are the, when you're streaming, is it like if I lose connection briefly, is it going to just like stop or am right. I like, is it like partially like, you know, downloading, you know, so that I can like, you know, keep playing? I don't oh. know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if I'm playing, if I'm streaming a game, and I'm playing AC Odyssey, and my internet craps out a little bit. I should still still be able to. I still want to be able to finish that mission. <laughs> you can't you Cause, can't cause right? You're not running it off of anything. I know. So I think that's my main like issue because like unless everybody has really good Wi-Fi and internet, I don't see this. I don't see how it can work. Yeah, it's tricky because, like, with movies and stuff and music, latency is not an issue. I mean, certain, yeah, sure, buffering and connection issues can be an issue. But when you're talking about actually, like, thousands of inputs, like, a minute or whatever, right? Like, that's that's a lot to Mm -hmm. ask. Uh, Not maybe not a minute, but I know what you mean. um, It's uh, it's interesting because I feel like if they can actually iron this out and make it work, and they're claiming that if your you know if your connection speed isn't that great. the, the the resolution will scale so if like you have a you know if you have a shittier connection if you have a worse connection it'll just be like it'll downgrade the resolution so you'll get 1080p instead of 4k or whatever mm. but i'm also really curious about i mean outside of the like the game latency stuff like they're not addressing if there are any deals being made with isps because certain people have data caps certain people have internet connections that are throttled um and it can be really tricky. Thankfully, here at, at my place uh, in particular, like I have really great internet, so I know yeah. that like it'll work. It'll definitely work for me. But the other question I have is like, this is this is a cool idea. Like I'll, I'll give idea. them that. It's it's a great idea. Like, great the idea. fact that you can play on your tablet and then your TV and then your computer at work. That whatever, was cool. That's really cool. Where they're like picking up where like literally where they left off. Right, and apparently they're claiming too that they're like constantly saving the game. So let's say you do lose connection, you can theoretically Just, jump back right into where you where you left off. Mm-hmm. My question, my other question, I guess, in regards to that entire thing is like, I'm not sure. So my my colleague Ethan actually raised a really good point of like, this isn't like a transformative way to play games, right? Mm-hmm. It's just another option. It's just another option, right? Right. And I, I think once you kind of frame it in that way, it becomes a little more palatable. Like, it's, it's easier to understand. Yeah, I think that's what I was like talking about last time. I was like... I. There's definitely a space for this somewhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be the end all be all. Right. I just think it, it is cool to be able to like, I have a Chrome browser um, on the go. Yeah. So I think like, I mean, for multiplayer games even, right? Like let's say Apex gets released for this and maybe some of us are like not near our machines, but we need a third. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll just join on Stadia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's say we're all playing on Stadia. That's kind of cool, right? Like the ability to not have to be connected or tied to your devices. Um, I am curious though, like I think 
the ultimate um the thing that's going to like require or at least want us to choose stadia over our current setups because i don't think it's going to be eliminating consoles anytime soon not even I think it's going to be maybe at least one more generation and then maybe we'll sort of officially switch over because I think within those machines, hopefully like Project X Cloud will take off. Maybe Sony's working on something we don't know about. So I think that like the the major selling point for Stadia will have to be like, all right, how are you using those 10 point whatever teraflops mm-hmm. and how are you what kind of experiences are you offering that I can't get on PS4 Pro or Xbox One X or PS5 or, or Xbox Two, whatever it's called? Um, because that's going to be the major difference, right? Because I, I can see that I can see hmm. the strategy in going after people who are like not into not tapped into games like the way we are. Right. So like we read Kotaku, mm-hmm. Polygon, IGN, whoever every day. Um, we have our preferred way to play but for people that are more casual and who don't who maybe who haven't played games in a while but they're like oh i can play yeah i can play the new doom eternal in 4k and i don't have to buy any gear i don't have to buy a three thousand dollar computer to play it in 4k 60 frames yeah i'll open up a chrome tab and buy it for 60 bucks yeah so that's interesting to me is like they're going after people who are like even if it's a slice of like ninjas audience right they're going for those people um people who can afford this is like this is like the most premium of premium services you have to have solid ass internet and you have to have like you know a tv and an extra controller like you know there's a lot involved in it but if they can sort of iron it out and then go after those folks i think i think it could be successful so the conversation i think should be revolving around like what if this does take off? What if this does become successful? Which which is a very possible thing because Google has the money to just throw at this thing. 100%. And just and be like... That's what they're doing. They're that's like, what they're doing. Let's get into games. Yeah. And, and I think that like... game, bro? <laughs> I don't think it'll be a subscription service. I think it'll be free. Yeah. And I think yeah, it'll I think it be... it would have to be. Maybe, right? Unless it, like there's a subscription service that's like you get access to our first party Stadia games. Or if it was like kind of like a Game Pass situation, right? It's like you pay this thing and you get to play it day one. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I mean, imagine like an actual Battlefield game that has like instead of sixty-four players, what if it's? I mean, maybe not. Maybe not a thousand. I don't know if I want to play like a thousand players. A yeah, hundred players. Or what if there are like new kinds of battle royales that we're not even thinking about yet because we're perceiving it from the point of view of like a hundred players, right? right? What if there are games that take, you know take um take place over the course of several days or months don't they have games like that like those war games like armor and stuff not not even just armor but like like they have those like world war ii games where they're like you know very realistic if you get shot once you're down yeah, but you yeah. play it over you play campaigns basically that's what i'm saying you, ha- you have a role and how wild would that be yeah that'd be kind of cool um so I'm, I'm i am excited about like what this means for like development like <clears throat> what it means for a developer to be like all right I'm going to make my game on your platform because I'm going to utilize the nodes and the, and the teraflops and all this crap. But, um, and it doesn't have to be like hamstrung by like the base PS4 or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I am also curious though. Like, I mean, much like everyone's been kind of worrying about, and I don't think they've addressed it just yet because obviously like they were at GDC, they weren't at like, uh, I guess a consumer facing event. I am worried about, what this means for game preservation. So, you know, that, that conversation always comes up with, with these streaming services because, you know, much like iTunes or Spotify or whatever, you always hear about 
people buying a movie and then it gets pulled from iTunes and it's like you don't have that movie anymore. It's like I mean think about PT. Like PT right. is like such a really cool thing and now you can't get it. It's not yours, man. It's not yours. Yeah, yeah. So like that's interesting. I mean, for me, I am kind of of two minds. Like I do collect things. I do collect I still collect like retro games. I'll I'll buy vinyl. I still buy music. I'll buy a book occasionally. But I think that it's going to be interesting in this future where let's say and maybe they have an answer for this they just haven't released it yet yeah but let's say like you know i i buy doom eternal and i don't have it on a machine i I don't have a machine that can run it let's say in the Mm. future in a freak accident my switch ps4 my pc are gone and i buy doom eternal uh my internet goes out that's that's one thing it's like i can't play doom eternal i want to play doom eternal but like maybe five years from now google decides to like take it off the store which probably won't happen but Maybe the rights expire. Something happens. Something weird happens. Maybe another freak accident. And it gets pulled. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, how do you work around that? You basically just asked out. Pretty much. That's 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 the cost of of uh, you know having it at your fingertips. Convenience, yeah. The convenience. There's a balance there. It's like, yo, you want this now? I own it still, though. Yeah, even though you, you, you paid all the the money for it, I mean that's why a lot of people are like, I still buy music on iTunes and I don't use Apple Music or I don't use Spotify, um, the streaming service. Even though it's easier for me, a lot of people are like, Nah, I, want, I need those MP3s. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think if there's a way to access <clears throat> like an install file, yeah, I think that'll alleviate a lot of people's fears. I think it's like it's hard too because then it's like you know that then you have that conversation around game piracy and like mm-hmm. if you're just giving it away to people then they're obviously gonna like you know give it to people for free because it's like what um what the music industry had to do eventually it was like if you buy a vinyl now like nine times out of ten you're getting a little piece of paper inside that's like all right here download the flac files high quality digital files i think that's cool that's cool because you're like you can't compete with piracy right. so out of you know like my, my co-worker even says like out of goodwill you're just extending this other option yeah. um so i'm not sure like I'm pretty pumped about Stadia, to be honest, like, yeah, for the most part. I, I think it's going to be dope to see how they implement it and, like, how it actually works. I Like, I really would like to see this, like, practically used. Same. So, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for it, actually. Yeah. Like, the presentation was a little boring, but it was cool. It makes me think about, like, games that I love, like No Man's Sky. And like what they could do with these kind of with this kind of tech, right? Where it's like not hamstrung. Yeah, not hamstrung by the base PS4 or like I, I was playing a game that um my coworker, my other coworker, Kita, put me onto called. Oh, that's another game I played this week. I totally forgot to mention. Mention it now. Mention it now. Uh, it's called Satisfactory. It's mm-hmm. on PC. It's another one of those. It's made by the people who made Goat Simulator. Oh, okay. It's uh it's essentially um a first person factory building game. So you <laughs> crash land on a planet mm-hmm. or you like jettison onto a planet. And uh, you are tasked with just creating a factory from scratch. So you have to like find things to make tools. It's basically No Man's Sky, but you're making a factory. Oh, cool. It's so, first of all, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's so much fun. Like Is I lost hours. It's serious. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'll show you like the, a little bit of the stream later. It's, okay. it's on the uh, YouTube, Kotaku YouTube. We archived it. Um, me and Gita played, you can play co-op. You can play four people co-op. Oh, that's cool. It's so much fun because then you're building like conveyor belts and your, like, your your factory starts to like really come together and you're just making it from scratch. And and you're also dealing with like the wildlife on that planet and you're like, you're, you know, collecting materials and all this other stuff. But I I think like, oh man, what if this is running on like a beefy ass machine 
and we were still playing multiplayer like and there was like maybe no not as many issues with like load in or like frame rate issues yeah, it is really exciting that they're gonna have all these like beast old servers that are just like specifically for the gaming right that's like, what makes me excited yeah. ultimately um, because I'm get like better internet, man. I know I got to get better internet first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see what else comes from it, especially this summer. They said they were going to, um, Kotaku split screen. Also, they did a really cool interview with, uh, Phil Harrison, who was like there on hand to like answer some questions and dodge some questions. <laughs> um, but he said they're going to reveal more in the, in the summer. So that might mean E3. Who knows? It could be like a Nintendo style direct, which other people are doing. We'll see in the news. See that? Um, There's no more tangibles anymore. Yeah, everything's digital. Everything's bro. digital. Everything's streamable. Everybody's doing that from the couch. I don't even want to wow. go to E3. I'm just going to E3 from my couch. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the same. Probably trip. the better option. Um, tip jar. Oh, I just said shit. Oh damn! damn it. I did it again. Damn, damn it! We <laughs> <laughs> keep cursing. Uh, our next story: uh, a surprise Zelda game is coming from an acclaimed indie studio. So earlier, yeah. this, this is so cool. So earlier this week, uh, they had the indie showcase, which is like a bunch of the indie games that are coming to switch and at the end of it they closed it out with um ready for this title cadence of hyrule crypt of the necrodancer featuring the legend of zelda um so i've i did not play the original um crypt of the necrodancer crypt of the necrodancer which is like a rhythm game that's like also like a i guess like exploration style dungeon crawling type game which sounds really cool i'm surprised i didn't play it before um, but now that like there's a Zelda version of this, it makes me really pumped to play this game. It it also like it's really fascinating because it, from what I understand, oh they're a Vancouver team, so they're like a non-Japanese team that they're basically giving the reins to for a very treasured franchise from the Nintendo side. Yeah, I feel like Nintendo's like starting to chill more. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yo, try we'll give you Zelda. And before he was like, nah, nah no one's getting Zelda. You can't touch any of this. I mean, specifically if, Zelda. Like, I mean, before we saw like Project M, like the Metroid game. We saw a couple like weird experiments, but they were never like Western developers, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It makes you like consider what other Western developers could take on another, you know, beloved Nintendo franchise. And I would, I would like to see it. Um, <laughs> I would like to see it. <laughs> but yeah, because like, you, there's so much talent out there, and like through the non-Japanese lens might be dope. Right. You know? This is, like, a cool example of this. Like, a weird rhythm game version of Zelda. It's, it's obviously, like, not, like, a next full-fledged yeah. Zelda. So it's like, yeah, Nintendo, maybe you should chill a little bit. Maybe chill a little bit with, like, Mario, even. Remember they put Zelda in um, Soul Calibur? Link. But, I mean, like, the Zelda franchise. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. weird. Isn't that weird? Was that the one that, like, each platform had a different one, right? Yeah, it was, like, Spawn. That was weird. What the fuck? That was really weird. Master Chief was in Dead or Alive. Was that? Did that happen? Yeah, <laughs> that happened. And then PS2. I gotta Google that. That's amazing. They had Heihachi, I think, on PS2. Yeah, they did. Which is like, okay, That's Soul awesome. Calibur, and it's going to punch people. I think Tekken's doing that now. They have like the guy from The Walking Dead. Yeah, Negan or whatever. Yeah. yeah, what? I love it. That's it's weird. Like, put more weird characters. They got the Final Fantasy dude. They do? Noctis? Noctis. How do I know all this shit? I don't even watch yeah, it. I'll, play your memory things. is on point, man. I think I'm like absorbing my hangover. hangover. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then tomorrow, so our next story, tomorrow, uh, Battlefield 5's Firestorm drops. I, I guess if you're listening to this on Monday, it's it drops today. And if you're listening to this later on the week, it dropped on Monday, Monday. Um, which I'm excited about. Did you get a chance to check out this trailer at all? I did. 
Yeah, it it's looks uh, pretty cool. Looks pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I, I watched Jack Frags play it. Yeah, that's what I watched. Watching like IGN folks play it. It just look like dice, man. They know how to make a game. It, it's really cool because you get to you get it like a different setting. Yeah, you're getting kind of like different mechanics. It like makes you play a different way. Tons of vehicles. Yeah, the way they uh, handle vehicle play is really cool. Also, like if you're down, you can still shoot. I don't like that. I kind of like that. I don't like it because it makes you like less inclined to just rush after somebody after you down them. Yeah, because it's like Apex, where like, oh yeah, this fucking guy's done. Sweet. He's less of a threat. But it's gonna make you want to get rid of like in Apex. I want to get rid of the crawling person because they could spot me. Yeah. And then in here, now I'm gonna get shot. So now I'm gonna. It's gonna make me want to shoot them. They're gonna pop you. Get from spotted to pop. Oh, I heard you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I'm I'm excited also because of like the structural like uh damage that you can do to buildings. <clears throat> oh yeah, right. Tanks. It's like I think they're in there. Yeah, like weird <laughs> helicopters. Yeah, you can also like throw these weird artillery strikes and shit. Like Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Stuff. The helicopter like it was like they had helicopters back then. I know, it's it's a prototype I helicopter. Love, I love it. They're going real wacky with it. I yes, more of that in games. Yeah. I was talking about this with the guys the other night. I was like, Division needs to go full full wacky just go wacky with it like give me weird laser guns and like yeah give me aliens or something like that like yeah like let that be the thing it was aliens on the money the whole time i'm surprised they don't have i mean there's like the pulse thing but like you would think they would pull the eagle thing from assassin's creed like put a drone in the air let me control a drone i don't know maybe it'll come maybe it'll remember come that right. time in battlefield you can use a drone to, uh, oh, to on spot? your ipad yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. What was that called again? It was like commander mode. Yeah, but it, there was like a term for it, like in the industry. It was like connected know. games or whatever, or like trash, trash. So trash. They always came up with some whack, whackness. But this looks cool. <sighs> looks cool. A lot looks of evolution. Cool. Lots of evolution. <laughs> the map is apparently like uh, much bigger than the biggest map in Battlefield Five. And I do like that they they section off the map, so every game you might not even be able to see. Like you can't just drop anywhere. Oh. It's like sectioned off. The circle's already predetermined. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. So it's only going to drop you, like the plane's only going to be able to fly over a certain spot, and then you're dropping it. I mean, it's huge, but it's still, you know. I'm excited to play it, cause especially because I've, I've been loving Apex right now. I'm curious if, like, how it holds up, because for me, Apex is, like, in the top spot. You think they're going to do, like, um, a Call of Duty thing and, like, give like do a free mode, like, for everybody to just download and I play? I think they have to. Yeah. Cause, I like, agree. Who's gonna? Because I don't want to buy, buy it. Yeah, like, I, right. I I don't want to play that game. Like, right on the regular. Yeah, I just don't have space for it. But I do have space for another battle royale. So, dice, dice, come, come on, on, dice. Uh, our next story: Cuphead announced for Switch. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, along with that Nindy release video, um, they announced that Cuphead is also coming to Switch, which is interesting because I feel like it's a pretty uh, perfect platform for this game. Yeah, even if it is a little sus still, like even if it does. <laughs> kind of tread and use weird themes and, and stereotypes mm-hmm. that they didn't necessarily understand, I guess, but they still used. Um, how do you feel about Cuphead? Uh, it's not for me. Are you interested in, in playing it? No. Nah, I mean, it, it's this is like how, how a lot of people feel about Dark Souls. Mm. This is exactly how I feel about this game. It's like, like, I'm not even interested. I don't even want to attempt it. <laughs> it just looks really hard. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, but it's gorgeous. It's really one of the best looking games in in years um, that I've seen, but I just have no interest in it. That's fair. Um, It's cool though. Yeah, 
Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't know. I don't know if I'll play it again on Switch though, but I think it's a cool option. I also think you should read the was it the Yusuf Cole piece? Definitely read that piece. That guy's amazing. That dude fucking rules. Yeah. Um, and oh, our final story. Christra. Ah, final fucking story. <laughs> um, State of Play, PlayStation's new video showcase debuts today on monday yeah uh, or it, de- it debuted on monday so yeah again we're seeing people pivot to these live directs quote-unquote directs um because you know it just makes more sense yeah you don't have to be at a thing to enjoy the thing and i've heard that like the, <laughs> the xbox ones aren't great um but i'm excited to see what they what they have to i guess talk about because like as of right now there's not a lot going on on the sony side in terms of like it's a really quiet at least it feels like it's going to be a quiet. I do. I, I mean, I do like when they do the live directs. shows. Yeah, because they Sony likes to bring you into the. They want you to be in the church where The Last of Us is taking place. They want you. Yeah, to, I think that's cool from home. It is like from the comfort of your couch. But I can see me getting like, little, like oh, that's kind of cute. Like, like if you were there. Yeah, if you were there, it's oh, like, oh, you're walking me into this church. Like, you're gonna kill me. Like, what's <laughs> happening? I just think I don't want to be in a standing room. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't ever want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, but I think I it could still be fun. Yeah, you know, it's like little Harry Potter worlds. That's true. You know, like I like that aspect of it. But again, I'm m- way more on the side of like, let me sit my ass home and you tell me. And just type this shit up yeah, on my couch because we got we got to get work done anyway, and it's right. hard to get work done when you're at a stadium. Seriously, trying to exit. <laughs> Yo, for real. <laughs> I trying to find a fucking what is it, Carl's Jr. or whatever yeah. down the block. Oh my god. Um, oh, but that see, but then you get to meet people. That's true. We met Jeff Kanata. That was nice. Shout out to Jeff, man. Shout out to Jeff. Such a wholesome dude. Word. Um. All right. Cool. Jumping in right into questions this week. Um. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send an email directly to us at questions at the optional dot com. We would love to hear from you. Uh. Or you can drop them into our Discord in our questions channel. Or if you want, you can leave us a voice message. I didn't check if we got a voice message this week, but I'm assuming we didn't. I'm going to ass- safely assume we didn't. I'm yep. going to check right now. I'm going to... I'm gonna. Um, we have a lot. We have a lot of questions already. So maybe we'll... If, even if we did get one, maybe we'll just save it for next week. Oh, I think we're good. I think we're good. But also, feel free to send voice messages <laughs> send to Send them joints. We love them. Using the Anchor app. Okay, so our first question comes in from BMAC in the Discord. He asks, B-Mac, man. I'm playing The Division 2 right now, and it makes me want to know what kind of gamer are you? Binge on everything right away or take your time? Um, we kind of alluded to it before. Um, yeah. With this game specifically, I'm a binge it. Binge it. I want to get to that end game content. I need it. So I like, I'll put in as many hours as I can um, day one and then throughout the week. Like this, That was my time frame. Like I wanted to be at end game by today. Right. Like that oh, was, yeah. That oh, was, so you yeah, nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> you know, crushed it. All right, man. <laughs> <High five>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking braggadocious. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, but uh, it depends on the game, to be honest. Like, because yeah. I am. It depends, like, what the game is. Like, um, like say, uh, Le- uh not Left for Dead, uh, Red Dead Two came Red, out. Red for Dead. Red for Dead came out, and I just wanted to walk around. I didn't do much of the story. Yeah. Until like a week later, and everybody was like finishing up. Like, oh, you got to finish it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, I think for the most part, I think I'm going to take my own damn time. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like <clears throat> for like Zelda, I took my sweet ass time with that game. I was like, no one's rushing me through this. Mm. I like to make sweet love to games. Ooh. You know what I mean? I like that. That's what um, <clears throat> but then certain games like Apex or whatever, I'll just kind of hit it and quit it. Yeah, but I mean, you don't really need to grind. I, yeah, totally. But we have friends who like 
will play that game for days that's true. after it comes out and like on the third day of like after it's released it's like wow you're already level 60 what that the is hell? true that is true that's definitely true. not that person okay um but yeah, yeah, yeah. uh for like for multiplayer games especially i don't think i'm that person but i think in general i'm like very much to take my sweet time you know what i mean yeah i'll get to it yeah a little foreplay lay, lay you down <laughs> it, we're really weird this week yeah i, I mean it's <clears throat> the hangover dude <laughs> all right our second question comes in from manny have y'all seen the new trailer for aladdin indeed i really don't know how i feel about the film with will as genie uh will smith is my dude and all but man What's uh what's that unsettling feeling I have with him as the genie? Who else could have done it before? Who else could have done it? Because I think it's more than the eerie sound uh, uh special effects that, that turned me off about Will as genie. Um, I think there's a lot there. Uh, I have seen the trailer. Um, I did at first feel weird, but when I saw this fight, like the newest trailer, I felt a little relieved. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I got chills, dude. Like yeah. when he was like, "Do you trust me?" Fucking, Aladdin's my favorite. Me too. Movie. So like when he held his hand out and said, "Do you?" Like I legit like shook inside. Yeah. My ovaries, dog. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this is I'm I'm seeing it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see this movie, but I I think it's also like you no, you're right. Like you know, I don't think anybody would have been a great choice because like Robin Williams was just like on some you other, you don't top that, man. You don't top that. And you can't really top it in a live action thing, but he looks like, I mean, they're, they're keeping him with his regular skin. Yeah. Unless he's doing the CG stuff. The so. bald. Yeah. And when he gets trapped and when be, he's going to be scary, <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I love Aladdin and I always love Aladdin. I even yeah. love Aladdin too. Oh yeah. The return of Jafar. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're about. Yeah. Aladdin is my favorite uh, animated disney film yeah but um yeah i feel the same way i feel like uh after having seen the second trailer i felt a little more relieved i think people have a knee-jerk reaction immediate take on things um i i get i kind of get it though he does look kind of silly i think that we will have to like wait and see Mm -hmm. um i'm not entirely pumped about the choice they made for aladdin i think he's a little too from what i've seen so far at least from the trailers again like a minute and change of footage he seems a little too like stiff and wooden, so I guess we'll wait and see. Cause, yeah, because in the animated movie, he's like cool and yeah, he's like, he's like you know mm, street slick. Rat. Yeah, street, street rat. rat. Uh, <laughs> they should have picked the parkour dude. Yeah, maybe. Or know. maybe they. I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe he does parkour. Maybe he does parkour. Uh, that would be cool. So I, I am excited because like when you you heard the little like bit of um you never had a friend like me like that part i was like oh okay i can he was like can... never had a friend like me. He's like, ha, ha. <laughs> he did. He does do he like does, a, yeah yeah. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. I was like, all right, Will Smith. <laughs> all right, come on. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful also because um, Guy Ritchie's directing it, I think. So it's pretty, pretty fun, wacky guy, director. Yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, the man uh, from Uncle, that wasn't a bad movie. Throwing that I, out I, there. I do like that movie a lot. It's pretty actually. fun, yeah. Uh, what's the, the main dude in that? Henry Cavill? No, the other main dude. The good guy. The other spy. I forgot who the other one was. He's awesome. What's he from? <laughs> I forget what he's from, but he's he's amazing and stuff. I can only I only see Henry. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, his like he's the tall, guy. chiseled face. Yeah. That's all I see. Like I don't see anything else. Shout out to Henry Cavill with the Geralt. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for that. God, what a weird good. timeline we're in. Um, and then Bo has our final question for the week. He asks. Do you think there will ever be a big budget live action Batman movie that isn't about Bruce Wayne 
or Spider-Man plus Peter Parker. Will we see the Falcon as the new Captain America soon? Um, I do think that we will get a action movie without Batman being the protagonist. I think that they're taking after the success of like the CW shows and mm. the new um, DC um, service that they have, where they have their show on there, like the Titans movie, the Titans show. Right. I think a lot of people you know I, again we don't need to see peter parker's origin story all the time it no. would be kind of cool to see it as a another character you know um i would love to see a a, 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 a grayson's movie oh Dick grayson or even I want tim drake young. like that would be cool Wait, who was that one tim drake is the second robin oh third robin oh. sorry yeah tim drake's my favorite third robin and Yo. then uh i want to see batman beyond batman beyond would be cool terry Come on, Terry McGinnis. Get old ass Ben Affleck and then be like, it the year's 20, whatever the fuck. I'm, oh, in, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in for all that stuff. Like, yeah. I, I want to see, yeah. I mean, but that's still Batman, though. Yeah, but not not Bruce Wayne as Batman. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm, I don't so, read. <laughs> I, I do want to see more Miles. I think Miles as Spider-Man. Uh, maybe even a live action, but I, I, we're not going to get there for a while. Yeah. They just they just got uh, homeboy. They just got him in the paint. Yeah, they just got so him in the paint. But I hard. mean, they do have a a fast cycle time, like lifespan. That's true. Yeah, they got Andrew Garfield out the paint. Yeah, but those are like those are trash. We bro. know. We know. <laughs> um, we and know. then <laughs> I think that you will see Captain American, <laughs> Captain <laughs> American Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up today. I'm sorry, and no, I cursed again. But it's all right. It, it just perfectly described the way I feel inside. No, I know. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> speak your truth, man. I think that I think maybe not Falcon. Maybe what about a uh, Bucky? Um, didn't Bucky die in Endgame? I would love. I love Bucky Cat. Who, who really? Who died? That's I mean, who true. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Died. they didn't die. You know? they dis- disintegrated. That's who it. Died? Yeah. <laughs> There's no rules. Yo, I, I mean, I've said it before, but <clears throat> I rewatched Endgame. Or not Endgame. I rewatched yeah. Infinity War. Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Recently, and I had the same impact or lack thereof when I watched it, even with the Peter Parker moment. Spoiler, everybody. I'm sorry if you haven't seen it by now. Shit. But when shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. when the S hits S the, hit F, the F, I was like, I, I was unfazed. Yeah, there's no stakes in that. No. I'm like, they're coming back. Yeah, and I was like, there's two movies. Read. Why don't you read? I know. Have Just you read, read a comic book? <laughs> Idiots. Like, especially because you know that, like, I don't know. They, they just started Spider-Man. Yeah, and then, um, you know, Endgame, maybe that's a little different. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hit a little different because we know now, the that's contracts what I are up. Like, yeah. that's what I want. That's what yeah. I was waiting for with Infinity War. I want people... somebody to get shot in the oh, mouth. I'm <laughs> ready to cry, bro. Yeah, I want someone to get shot in the mouth. Uh, yeah, I would just want somebody to be brutally like murdered, and then they have the funeral scene, and then you know, I need yeah, that. I need that. That's what I was expecting from Infinity War, but it just it was like one long. I think this would be like yeah, I think Bucky Cat would be cool. He was really one of my favorites in the in the um, New Avengers uh, comics. Those were really fun. Mm. You should read those. I think Brian Bendis did those as well. Mm. He's really good. Just had his um, hands in everything. Yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, I think we might see some Falcon with the the red, white, and blue stripes. That'd be kind of cool, actually. I'd be um, down for that. I'm not super pumped about Anthony Mackie's Falcon. Like, I like Anthony Mackie. I think he's hilarious. I think he's kind of doofy. Yeah, he's doofy. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like his costume is doofy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like he's like, got the he's weird cool. boots. Like I think Anthony Mackie should be a bigger deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Anthony Mackie's great, but right. his, the portrayal of Falcon is just they don't do it justice. He's got weird goggles. Like give him I a know. suit. Give him a. Everyone has a suit. He's you just gave got him like a, a vest and like he doesn't even have superpower. He's like his <laughs> arms are exposed. Like <laughs> help him out. Yeah. Man. You gave him a sleeveless shirt. Come on, you weirdo! And you gave him some Oakleys. And yeah, like, Oak- <laughs> yeah. What the hell? He's got the the MAGA shades. <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, the the was it Barbecue Betty or whatever her name is? <laughs> Just calling the cops on people. The cops' wife. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got those weird things going on. His boots are weird. Just he needs to be restyled. Absolutely. Like m- maybe like maybe get maybe he goes to like I don't know someone someone helps go him to out. Wakanda go to Wakanda. Obviously, get a new fit and you're good. Yeah, that would be dope. Get him a, like a, a Black Panther suit. Oh my God, hook him up. Just hook him up. A Falcon suit and give him his own movie. I, I'm down for that because I think Mac is great. He's dope. Watch Sucker Free City. It's great. <laughs> can, can, you find that? <laughs> can you find that movie? I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe well, on... he was Papa Doc. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy hell. And Clarence's parents had a real good marriage. Paris is forced. All right, jumping into feeling it this week. Feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Uh, mine is something that I actually watched after we wrapped up last week. I did too. Um, it's called Triple Frontier. It's on. Um, it's not a like Disney movie, uh, X Games movie. Um, it's a... Um, <laughs> It, it sounds like that. Also, the way it was marketed, I think it was marketed very strange. Was this in the theaters at all? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think it kind of has to be for like awards consideration, yeah. some weird thing. But um, the way it was marketed was like action. Like, look at these. Like, uh, my girlfriend was like, it looks like the Expendables or something. Yeah, I think that's what they wanted you to think. To think. Mm-hmm. And, but when you go into this movie, it's like not that at so, all. So, yeah. It's like not. It's like. Yeah, because they set it up like all those other movies, like the one guy. Yeah. Is assembling his team again. Right. And they have to get the gruff captain to come back. Right, right, right. So you got all the faces. You got the Charlie Hunnam. You got Pedro Pascal. You got um, uh, Oscar Isaac. You got the other guy. Ben Affleck. And then you got Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows the other guy's <laughs> name. Yeah, I don't know. The guy from Tron? <laughs> yeah, he was the, the guy, guy from, from Tron. And uh, Four Legacy. Brothers. And Four Brothers. He dies. He's always the like other guy. Yeah, he's always the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so he's a good actor. Though. He's good. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. So the premise of the movie is pretty interesting. Is like uh, Oscar Isaac, who is the fucking man. Yeah, he's God, great. No, that's it's, it, it kind of works. It works. It, 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 works, it, works, it yeah. really, it really sells it. Yeah. yeah. So he's the motherfucking man, <laughs> and he he's an ex soldier, like ex special forces dude or whatever, and um, he has been doing some like extra work down in Colombia, like mm-hmm. with the helping the police try to get these uh, you know drug trafficking dudes, these narco people, and. Um, to no avail. Every every time he tries to move, they're always two steps ahead because obviously it's corruption and people tied in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his idea is to go back home, link up with his old like war buddies, yeah. who have all been like kind of chewed like chewed up and spit out into the real world, and like they don't. And that's an interesting part of the story where it's like it kind of reflects very little on life post war mm-hmm. as a, as a soldier and how like you know as a country we don't really like set them up for any sort of success or nope. any sort of like you know so so some of them are struggling to make ends meet and his idea is like he's got really good intel on this one drug lord why don't we just team up get him steal his money and we'll just get out right so it's a win-win so it's a win-win so i get for, what i need and then we also set you guys up with some bread yeah so it's a heist movie yeah it's a heist movie but it's also a heist movie that like with the action 
is so like realistic. It's not like this huge Michael Bay yeah, action explosions. Scene. It's no. not the the final scene in like uh, Bad Boys Two. Yeah, yeah, like, not yeah. that at all. It's like it's it's more like um, like Rainbow Six or something, or like Definitely. Insurgency, yeah. where you're, you're like you're walking down a hallway and then someone pops up in the corner. You like take you like kneel and you go poof, poof, and it just he just drops. Mm-hmm. So it's very like. It's almost like scarier that way because you know that if one of them gets shot just once, it's like fatal. And you know, and sometimes that happens. Happen. Yeah, sometimes yeah. that happens. So uh, it's really cool. It's a really cool story of like their struggle with, um, you know, getting seeing, the thing, getting the thing, and then redemption and sort of like what greed does to people. Oh man, it's really cool. I've never flipped on a character in two seconds. Yeah, like oh, it's like, really well casted. Him. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, well casted. It's, in that re- way. it's really good, man. Um, but uh, the other thing that I, I, I will just like lightly throw out there is what's interesting is what's happening on a like more meta level which mm. is for me as like a you know child of latin american people mm-hmm. uh their perspective of like pedro pascal and oscar isaac in this country where they're descendants of these people and they're sort of like perpetuating a cycle of like mm-hmm. uh what's the term uh, just like ripping the resources from the people and like kind of betraying them in a way absolutely which is fascinating because you're like I didn't come here for that. I came here for like a cool heist movie that I thought was the Expendables. And now I'm like watching a, like a Scorsese movie about like people betraying each other. and stuff. It's, it's really, really cool. It's really good. Yeah. Um, and like at first I was like, why is Pedro Pascal so like, like, uh, you know, he's not himself in this movie. And then he comes, you know, yeah, it's going. It's, it's, it's good. It's a good movie. It's, I liked it a lot. Like I wasn't expecting to like it, to be honest. Same. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is another one of those. And then I found myself like leaning in. I was like, oh damn. Yeah, I was like, oh, movie. they're going. What? What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, stop! Don't do that. You have enough. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta talk about this movie. Yeah, it's good. Um, um, all right, what's yours? Uh, mine. Uh, so oh, yeah. I mentioned this show like several times on this on the, on our platform, but High Maintenance is a show on HBO, and it's about like it tells these stories about people. Um, with um, that partake in weed. But it's not always centered around the weed. I think it was more of that in the beginning, but right. it's just about the stories about people around New York. And they just happen to... And they just happen... And they tell these little bites. They usually tell two stories in an episode, and somehow they're linked. And usually the guy, he doesn't have a name, but the, <laughs> the guy. weed guy, he's like the dealer. Uh, he goes around, and he like he's the connection between all these people. And sometimes, like, there's a side character that knows the one person from the front, the beginning of the thing. But the last episode just uh, came out last week, I think. Uh, and season finale was phenomenal. It's just a, such a good show. That it's, show is incredible. It's so good. And they, they do, like, this. It actually makes me, like, appreciate weed a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I never really did. Like, I'm not, like, a huge smoker or anything like that. But um, it just, like, they do these really cool shots with, like, the city. And, like, I'm like, damn. It's very authentic, too, to New York. Yeah, I, I text my girl the other day. I was like, yo, you want to go? <laughs> I was like, when it gets nice, let's go get high in the park and smoke. just chill. Yeah, yeah and like yeah. chill, like and just like you know, lay on the grass or something like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. like very inspiring. But these stories are really cool, and it's like really bite-sized, like human stories. Like, yeah, yeah. You can literally, I've seen a couple of my friends in these episodes, like actors and stuff. Totally. So it's like <laughs> that's, that's pretty wild. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's cool. It's, I don't know. They like <sighs> that show is it, it's so geniusly written because there are like you said. Each each story is it's sort each episode rather it's its yeah. own sort of self-contained story that mm-hmm. you know maybe might come back around later on or whatever but they're so well written like there are moments where I'm watching the show and I'm like I've never seen anything like this yeah I've never seen this weird turn of events or like this weird dynamic happening where like it it actually reminds me a lot of um, another show that I talked about a while ago Veep 
where oh, it's like okay. there are scenarios that are like happening at play because in, in in film school we were always thought about like in a scene mm-hmm. it's always about one person having power over the other or having more power than the other person and in these in uh, high maintenance there are so many scenes where like even just from like a deconstruction perspective like seeing not only who has the power but like who is like trying to help the other person mm-hmm. and like how is that person sort of shooting themselves in the foot and like what does this person know that this person doesn't? So like really nice layers of like dramatic irony. And, and they so don't good. always like wrap things up. Yeah. They don't, they don't over explain motivation and stuff right. like that. They don't give you a lot of backstory to be honest. Like right. this is people, here's a slice of their life. Totally. And I love that. This, this is one episode with uh, the dude that plays Scar- Scarface in um, the Dave Chappelle movie. What's uh half baked. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I am the manager. That yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, Cuban B. Yeah, I'm, Q- I'm Cuban B. He, uh, him and Rosie Perez are in this episode. What? And they're basically, they. I guess they. You're, it's implied that they can't have a baby. So they buy this fake baby, but it's like a real fake baby. Like, it looks very real. Oh, wow. And it just shows, like, his reluctancy because she really needs this. And he's, like, trying to support her. It's just so good. Damn. Like it's what really well acted, and like Rosie Perez is a gem. Yeah, uh, <laughs> save her at all costs. Seriously, she must um, be protected. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's just, it's just a great show. I, I recommend it. Even if you don't, you're not into like weed and stuff like that, like drugs. But like, uh, I think you should watch it. It's a great show, just for the stories alone. I think it's also important. I mean, not to get too um, deep here, but yeah. no, let's get deep, man. Let's get deep. It's my show. <laughs> uh, I do think that like it is really important to portray like marijuana and the use of marijuana in these light in Absolutely. this kind of light because it's like it it demystifies a lot of it a lot of that shit it's not it's it's no more normal or special than any other thing it's right. like it's just a thing it's just a thing yeah it's, it's it's another like tool that people use absolutely for better or for worse and they show like there's this one scene where they're like filming a movie that's like basically right. like it's a girls like they're like they're filming girls or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it shows all these successful people smoking weed. Right. And they're just like very matter of fact about it. It's like, yeah, right. I'm going on my break to smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. Because I need to like get this done. Yeah, and I think that's what what helps de- demystify it in in at least in our eyes too. Because mm-hmm. when we started watching it, um, you know, we we hadn't really done a lot of, right. to that point, but, um. It's it's it just shows you like the the range of people that do this Absolutely. thing and like recreationally and like how it's sort of like it's a part of their lives but it's not something that like dictates their lives. I mean, for the main guy, kind of like it, it's, it's right, his, that's job, his job, but it's not like it doesn't define who he is. But even that is like I guess in the second season they introduce a plot point where he gets hurt and he can't sell right. anymore, and then he has to get help. So it doesn't even become his life anymore right and he gets to become a character now yeah like more fleshed out yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like yeah it's just such a good wholesome show and, and it's it's weird to think about because like it's also some things happen that are super dark mm-hmm. but they're like they're also very like cathartic in a way like 100 percent. these themes of like death but death, also yeah. love and and you know parenting and so many yeah. so many good things in this show that I, I cannot recommend it enough if you have an hbo go or if you have someone else's login check it out it's so so watch good. the show it's super bingeable yeah it's it's really good man totally totally all right cool so before you wrap up the show how can the people find you online um you can catch me on the internet at uh cappy can't lose c-a-p-i-c-a-n-t-l-o-s-e um yeah hit me up on twitter man facebook no i don't use, no, facebook. I use facebook yeah uh friendster friendster Maybe. Oh, yo, MySpace apparently, like, lost a bunch of 
um, profiles, bunch of music, oh. like millions of songs were just deleted. Damn. Yeah. Talk it's, about that all digital future. But yeah. you can sign in with your um, Facebook account if you don't remember. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. Well, so um, go in there and get your pictures and stuff if you have oh, anything I deleted, left on there. I burned it all to the oh, yeah, ground. Oh, yeah, me too. Like yeah. 10, 15 years ago. I couldn't ago. delete my um, account, but I um, I just took everything down. I just but like, anyway, how can people find up. you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Polymile. That's P-O-L-I-M as in Mary, A-Y-O. Also, I'm almost at 900 followers. Oh, sweet. Yo, follow me. Yeah. I'm like 15 away or something. Yeah. He, Not that I give a crap, but you know. That's cool. Kind of cool, yeah, right? Yeah, that's cool, man. 900 people follow me? And uh, what uh, what do you got going on at work, man? What, what show do you do there? Oh, that's man. That's a good point. Because I do a show called Viewpoints. You do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we actually put two episodes out this past week because I missed last week. I haven't seen them yet. I gotta, uh, I yeah, check them out. They're, 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 so the first one is about... Um, well, what is it about? I totally forgot what it's about. Oh, it's about you why... Sure you make the show? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, what do I do again? You're faking it. It's too much weed, man. Um, so the first one, I, the first one's about why are games so obsessed with the post-apocalypse? Mm. And the second topic is, uh, can Google Stadia actually work? <clears throat> Which we kind of talked about here, but... Those are very good shows. That's a very Thank good show. You. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I also stream and stuff all the time on, on uh, Kotaku. I make a bunch of other videos on the side as well. But yeah, stay tuned. I got more cool stuff coming in the pipeline. Sure. But uh, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, please send them to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Please make sure to subscribe too. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify. If it's a podcasting app, we're probably on it. Uh, if you could take a minute though to rate and review the show on iTunes, that really, really helps us spread the word. Um, and if you like the show and want to help keep it going, uh, check out our profile on Anchor at uh, anchor.fm slash theoptionalpodcast on the browser. Hit the little supporter button. You can donate as little as a dollar a month. You can do it on the oh. phone now. You can? Yeah. All right, sick. Oh, Dope. I checked the other day. I was like, oh, I can do it. Perfect. Uh, and our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show. Share it with your friends. We're on social at theoptionalnyc. That's Facebook and Twitter. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-B-A-C-K. So until next time, everyone, peace. Deuces. Drink water.